And it says, of course, an alcoholic ought to be freed from his physical craving for liquor. So the manifestation that's really hard for us to get our head around, the fact that I'm energized by a sedative, looks to someone watching me like a craving beyond my mental control. Any of you experienced that? Like set limits for yourself, how much you were going to do, and then broke your own limits? How many of you really meant it when you set the limit? And then it goes on to say drinks which they see others taking with impunity. How many of you hung out with people who seemingly drank or used like you, but they didn't have the catastrophic consequences you had? So we're watching it, and it looks the same, but it obviously doesn't feel the same. You know why I don't want their opinion? Because they go home and I go live under a bush. That's why I don't want their opinion. I need to know these guys. After they have succumbed to the desire again, as so many do, and the, craving of, the phenomenon of craving develops, they pass through the well-known stages of a spree, emerging remorseful, with a firm resolution not to drink again. How many times have you done that? More than once? More than 10? More than 100? This is repeated over and over. And unless this person can experience an entire psychic change, there's very little hope of his recovery. So they're trying to dish it to us straight from the doctor's opinion based on his observations. Does that make sense? Okay, I'm going to jump over because I always like to tell this story from Bill's perspective because it just, we, we hear a lot of stuff. A lot of us have been to a therapy session or two. <laughs> 